0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM
1: 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE supplying power to all Rutherford County schools. That's where we're going to be talking this morning with Rutherford County School Board Chairman Tammy Sharp and... um, Tammy, good morning. Good morning. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving.
0: I had a great stuffed Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Didn't we all? It was kind of hard to get up those steps this morning. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so um, you are the chairman of the Rutherford County School Board, and that has been a title that you have had what since uh, September? September, right at the first of September, wasn't it?
0: So it was actually, September fourteenth, thirteenth. Okay, so thirteenth.
1: Yeah. So. So you are one of the longest-serving members on the board now, I think. I
0: am. Mr. Young is the longest, and then I'm next. So uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure, and um, I'm I'm happy to be here.
1: Yeah. So um, tell me about the area that you represent, because uh, I think a lot of people get confused about... Not county commission districts and then several commission districts are put together into zones and you run in a zone so kind of tell us which area you represent
0: so my zone encompasses um smyrna and laverne it has three county commissioners so um it, is, it starts from the very top of the north end at the Davidson County line and goes to the Lee Victory area right in front of Smyrna right there by Nissan and Chicken Pike. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, all of it's on the east side of 24.
1: And um, one of the uh, hottest growing areas in our county. It
0: is on both sides of that. I mean, depending on who you talk to, we've got thousands of permits that have, have already been pulled and, you know, it's yet to see if they're going to be built in the next 90 days or the next 9 months. Um it's it's a lot. And and right now our Stewart's Creek Elementary, we're having a student come across the border one a day. One a Still. day still one a day uh typically we have a drop off after labor day um because everybody th- doesn't think you know if they're from the east coast or the west coast they think they're not going to go to school mm. until after you know first of september uh, but this year we have not and you know we're we're at capacity in uh at least half of our
1: schools Now, when you say come across the border, are you saying like from neighboring Davidson County or they they move into our area?
0: Well, it's from a lot what we're having right now that continues to come is from Davidson County. Mm -hmm. So they're coming across the Davidson County, Rutherford County border. But typically from the summer, uh, during the summer from May, when we close and when we open back in August, we have on average for the last, um, even with COVID, we had 700 students. But on average, it's 12 to 1500 between those months that were closed and they come from the east coast or the west coast you know people are just moving here uh the last statistic i heard from the um chamber of commerce was 20 a day so um uh, you know and they bring their kids with them (laughs) so or they have kids you know once they get here so
1: if you if you just kind of think about 12 to 1500 students that is the size of a middle school
0: it's a, it, yes and thankfully they're not all in the same grade right. band um, but it is it is the size of a school no matter how you slice it over the summer
1: every year. And that's been a trend that we have had for a while. I, I remember when we were talking about uh, building with uh, you know the Rutherford County um, Board of Education folks. It was, you know, we could build a school every year and still probably not be able to keep up with everything.
0: That's true. And, and we're in that growth pattern right now. And um, it's uh, they're still coming. And uh, uh, Miss Maxwell and I were talking about this morning. You know, we've got to have some way to slow that growth down, because the uh, charges that we get, the impact fees, it's like fifteen hundred dollars for a single home. or I think it's seven fifty for an apartment complex. You know, per unit, um, it's not enough. It's just not enough. You know, especially when you're looking at land, potentially eighty thousand dollars an acre. So, um, we've got to figure out something and we're all working hard on it. Trust me.
1: Every time we build a new school, I'm, I'm thinking of Rockvale now, um, build a new high school and immediately there's growth in the areas surrounding. So it looks like every piece of land has been gobbled up and there are homes and condos and apartments and things of that nature that are growing up. And, And it happens every time we build a school and then that leads to you build a new school. It's at capacity or over capacity already. And it's, that's that's part of what makes it hard to keep up.
0: Well, in Smyrna... Uh in Smyrna Stewart's Creek High School was at capacity or over capacity when they opened that Mm because my son was at the middle school and when Rockville opened um we were not at capacity but we're over capacity now and we already have portables there um so when I went out for their homecoming game you know when I pulled on the property I was like oh you know there's more more portables and last week um at our school board meeting Tuesday night we um We order some more portables because we can redeploy them once, you know, we have an annex or something like that, but they wear out too. Sure. So, um, you know, moving them is not good for them and, um, you know, they're not meant for all the time use.
1: So, and you know, the, I I think some people just don't understand the fact that just looking at Rockvale, for instance, it, it did not open at capacity, but the very next year it was bulging at the seams and even a little rezoning to move some uh, back to other schools and and you still have to have portables I mean that's the amount of massive growth that we're trying to explain is here
0: it's yeah it's it's here and and people don't understand because they just drive in their neighborhoods and they they don't see it Um, because I live on the north end of the county and I come down here for school board meetings and other meetings at different schools I see it because I'm going through the neighborhoods that most people just kind of come and go through their own neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, and of course, I, we see the numbers of um, students, you know, that we that we have, and we just crossed the fifty-one thousand mark. So we have fifty-one thousand students, and um, you know, they're still coming,
1: and not slowing down. Not I mean, slowing down. It it just baffles me that you know people are still you know enrolling in schools if there's an average of one a day where that was davidson what,
0: county so so what
1: uh, school though was so
0: stewart's creek stewart's elementary creek. wow so <laughs> they they can sell in Davison county because of tax hike yeah. you know they had a 36 percent tax hike so now their properties worth more they can sell and have a good bit of money to come here the taxes are lower and our school system is arguably better Mm -hmm. so um you know we, we see why they're coming i mean it's it's a good problem to have but you know this is trying to address it you know you have to get into the cycle of we make decisions and we go to the county commission and then they make decisions and then they go to the bond market so there there's just we're trying to shorten that cycle as much as we can so we can build faster but some you just can't sometimes
1: well with with that amount of growth if we don't have the right people making decisions then rutherford county in a few years could wind up like davidson county and i know that you all are working hard for that not to happen with our schools
0: absolutely and we we don't want that to happen and we of course nobody wants a tax increase so um my um goal since coming on board as chairman has been you know building those relationships we got eight new commissioners out of 21 so i've been working with the new commissioners to get them up to speed and get the new school board members up to speed um and you know try to get everybody on the same song sheet so we can work together and you know there's probably going to be some things that we're not going to be able to afford um you know if we're going to get some money together to be able to build to be to be able to build so you know that's just going to be for a short time but we we've got to address the the overcrowding
1: you you mentioned something there that i wanted to go back and look and and make sure that i had this number right but um When you talk about new school board members, there are three new school board members, too. So uh, catching everybody up. And uh, I'm sure you remember what it was like when you were first on the board.
0: Oh, it's like (laughs) drinking water from a fire hose. And we also have a new superintendent. So we have a lot of new people on the board. It's brought a lot of energy. Um, I'm hearing great things from the field um, on the superintendent and um, as well as the other school
1: board members. So um, the biggest challenge I I would assume right now is where do we put all the kids?
0: Well, and that's, you know, that's one of of the, the issues that we have is we have a lot of ESL students, English, second language students, and those are required to have smaller classrooms. So we have to have more classrooms for the amount of students that we have. Yeah. because they're, they're, i think the cap is at 12 so there can only be 12 in one classroom and you've got a big classroom that we're literally putting partitions down the middle of it so we can have those meet those requirements
1: right so uh and we've got uh, tammy sharp joining us she is the chairman of the rutherford county school board uh finding land to build new schools uh gosh what was it Over 70 million just to build Rockvale. I know that that's not the case now. No. (laughs) So um, there has been a movement within the school board to add to existing schools right so like an annex at some of the high schools is coming
0: the county commissioners had previously asked us to look at our existing schools and the existing land that we had so we wouldn't have to purchase land that we could just go directly build and so i believe it was in march of this year we we chose five so it was smyrna laverne um riverdale oakland and blackman so we've got the final drafts for riverdale and smyrna um those were at the um the central office that's my dog I think he's he's tied up in the chair (laughs) um so I brought him back with me to Memphis so uh from Memphis this morning but um so we're we're in the process of of getting that done um and funding those we still have county commissioners that have to go to to the bond market to um to get that money for that thank you um so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be um, probably what we're hearing is February before we actually have money to fund that. We have a gentleman's agreement with them now for $137 million for the five. Now, we, we don't know yet how many that $137 million is going to fund. I suspect it's going to be at least two, maybe three right but things you know things the inflation and everything has gone up we we just won't know really until the numbers come in from the architects
1: so and and this will be a continuing effort to do this as you know as many years as it takes to catch up to that's uh,
0: true and we're also looking at the Beatty property that's um, South Smyrna uh, in the middle of Blackman and that was the that's the The most recent that we've looked at that um, they're wanting $80,000 an acre. And it's a a large partial. Uh, We'll be able to get at least two schools on there, uh, depending on the geo and everything like that. So that will will dictate, you know, what actual schools that we put on that piece of property if we purchase it.
1: So if you could get a, an elementary school and a middle school that would versus one high school is that kind of what the thinking is or you just don't know until you get that report? We, back? yeah
0: we don't know until that comes back because we don't know you know if there's a, um, a floodplain or you know how they would actually lay that out and once they do the geo and everything and see what we can take because that was the problem with the property on 96 that we looked at numerous times um there it it was connected to the percy priest park uh percy priest um lake and uh, as to the water table and as you know they lower the dam or hold water that would was also coming over here and Mm. was eroding the limestone and things like that so that was one of the reasons i felt like that you know we shouldn't purchase that property
1: so that that is an area that it's no secret you all have been trying to find some property in that area especially for a high school because you have so much growth in the blackman area and smyrna and stewart's creek and you just need some help with growth there
0: uh absolutely i went down medical center parkway the other day and they've cleared that whole area that used to be just nothing but tree lines um on the same side as the chamber um and i was like oh my gosh they're going to put more apartments or condos in there and that's just more students you know it's very rare that you see someone who goes through black blackman uh, k through 12 anymore i mean when i had my other dog at the the vet's office there um I, she said she graduated from blackmail i was like how did you how did you manage that and she said well my sister and i rented an apartment for her because she had been rezoned and they rented an apartment to be able to stay at my high school
1: well i, I know that there, there are often very hard decisions that that you all have to make um i wanted to go back to the to the annex idea so could we see some of those available? I mean, it would be kind of a tough thing to get them available by next school year, wouldn't
0: it? Oh, there's no way. Yeah. There's just no way. Because uh, uh, sometimes it usually, you know, you have the soil prep and, and and to do with that. And with this area, you know, it's just rocky and you, you just it's it takes sometimes plain view was the only piece of property that we had that from from by to open the doors was a year. And that's that's unheard of it's usually a lot more than that fortunately we got it right before covid i think we had a few supply chain um issues but i mean it's just unheard of to be able to open the schools in in one year build and open the schools in one year
1: so these additional classrooms i mean you're probably looking at this time next year at best
0: at best that and that's if we go to the bond market and we get the money and we start rolling
1: Mm-hmm. And there within lies the challenge of what you kind of initially mentioned to us, the whole process and how you have to go from this level to that and approval here and there. And once the money is secured and starting and then the construction thing is its own monster in itself. That's that's why you just can't snap your finger and it's there.
0: Right. And, and because we are moving at break, <laughs> breakneck speed as fast as we can go, you know, and, and trying to make decisions. Um one of the one of the the issues um that we you know funding it's just funny money is something that will solve all of these issues but you know nobody i mean it's just it's a difficult economy right now
1: sure Uh, and if asking taxpayers for more money on top of that i mean that's that's not a a, wouldn't be something popular for county commissioners to do. And they're the ones that have to appropriate the money. So there within lies that money problem.
0: (laughs) And that's why I said we're building relationships so we can sit down together and have those tough conversations and say, okay, we're going to have to do without something that's cosmetic or we're going to have to do without something that's not absolutely that we have to have. So we can pull that money together and put as much into building as we can because um, we, I mean, we just have to, we don't, you know there's issues with overcrowding if the federal government came down and said you know you guys have a problem with overcrowding we may start pulling funding and we certainly don't want them to come in and start doing that.
1: Sure Um, we've talked a lot about building and students and portables Uh, you you did mention that there were new portables purchased and I'm sure that some of the portables are going to be retired because they just are are in bad shape
0: they are they're in bad shape um i mean and you can see some of them that have been moved you know and the and a does, does a phenomenal job with his staff they go in and they repaint and do as much cleanup and everything as they can but they are temporary so and it's not something that any of us want uh but we have to have a seat for the students Sure. So if we, you know, if we start turning students away from Stewart's Creek, then we have to pay to bus them or transport them to another school. So I think our budget for transportation is like almost twenty million dollars, eighteen or something like that. So you know, it, like I said, money would solve the problem, but we, we don't have an unlimited supply.
1: And there's, frankly, not an unlimited supply of. Um bus drivers we don't we don't
0: and you know especially on the north end we always have issues filling spots on the north end uh with teachers and everything because you know if you live south of murfreesboro people just don't want to they don't want to fight the traffic
1: yeah i can understand that
0: look i drove nashville for 16 17 years and now when i have to go on the hill or something it's just like oh i know i mean it would take take a lot of money for me to have to go back downtown to work
1: Tammy, it uh, has been a pleasure. I appreciate you coming in today and uh, spending some time with us and found out a lot about what's going on. Um, I, I appreciate you sharing with our listeners and uh, having this dialogue. We do this once a month uh, here on the program, and we podcast all these shows so you can go back and listen. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful way for – the community to find out how our school board is working and you know we talked to Rutherford County Schools and all the great things that are going on there but to have uh, the school board have a voice and be able to talk to people is important I think and I appreciate you spending some time with us
0: oh thank you for having me I love I love coming in and talking about our school system
1: sounds good we'll see you soon then thank you so all much right. Tammy Sharp joining us here today she is the uh, chairman of the Rutherford County School Board and again if you missed any part of our conversation you can check the podcast at wgnsradio.com Just look under Rutherford Issues.